Welcome to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I'm Jason Conk. Thank you for joining us on this Sunday afternoon. And Dr. Mann, we are very happy to have you here. You are the head of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. So uh, that had a little bit of a, a name change there, right? Oh, just a little bit. You know, uh, the Ashley, we had some people come in and thinking it was a female. So had had to put the first name in. Yep. Um, but it's good to be here. Glad to be back. Finally glad to see it warming up. Feels more like summer now. Yeah, it does. It certainly does. And we've got a, a, a very interesting topic today. We're talking about silent killers in our mouth. And I think everyone listening just kind of perked up a little bit because that's uh, that's kind of scary. But uh, if if you're not taking the, the right precautions, uh, these are some very real threats for the average person. You know, that's, that's a great way to put it. I mean, probably the number one um, killer that that 50% of Americans have in their mouth is, is something called periodontal disease. And most of these diseases we'll be talking about are chronic infections. But uh, I, I started off with periodontal disease because the fact that so many people in our population have it. 50% um, from the age of 30 to 65 years of age have some form of periodontal disease. That's pretty shocking, isn't wow, it? Wow, yeah. I wouldn't That's a chronic that. disease that people are walking around with. You know that they're not they're not getting treated for because it is silent. You don't really have too much pain. Um, there's not too many symptoms. Um, over the age of sixty five, that number jumps up to seventy percent. Wow! So seventy percent of sixty five year old patient or, or um, seniors are walking around with periodontal disease. So it's a very prevalent um, disease, and basically it's in inflammation within within the gums in the uh, structures that are around the tooth, not in the tooth, but around it. And so the uh, implications are, are great, as we know, because inflammation in the body causes a lot of, di- uh, you know, systemic diseases. And that's why periodontal disease, I, I include it as the number one silent killer in our mouth, because um, the first thing it does is um, cardiac disease. You know, it increases our risk for heart disease uh, by 20%. If we're under the age of 65, doesn't sound like a, a lot, but with all the other things we have in our society, like, uh, you know, smoking, uh, excessive drinking, uh, illegal drug, all these things add on, you know, periodontal disease. And, and you're probably 50 to 60 percent up in that range um, if, if you partake in, in all those and you have periodontal disease. The other thing that um, is interesting is o- over the age of 65, 45 percent increase in cardiac uh, and heart disease in those who have periodontal disease that has not been treated. So those are some shocking percentages if you if you really think about it. So um, 50% of the population are walking around with it and increasing their risk for heart disease, um, which is which is something that can be prevented. Yeah, that's that's very scary because as you said, you know, it's it's something that you can't actively see or most likely you can't actively feel, but uh, 50 to 75% of that those population groups are, are they, they have it. They have it, and, you know, it's easily treated. And I tell people, um, if you don't visit the dentist on a regular basis because you feel like you don't have cavities, um, that um, because they're not hurting when you eat or your teeth aren't sensitive, um, the one thing you need to look out for are, are my gums bleeding on a regular basis when I brush my teeth? You know, um, do I have a chronic bad breath that, that's um, going on? Do I have tartar buildup 
or bridges between my teeth and the tartar buildup? If you're answering yes to, to those questions, you, you have periodontal disease. And again, the majority of people who don't visit the dentist have it because of 50% of the population have periodontal disease, some form of it. Most of them are not you know, visiting the dentist. And it's easily treated um, if, if we catch it in the early stages. Um, and it's best to catch it in the early stages because as it progresses, your increase in risk of these diseases, such as heart disease that we talked about, increases. Um, one of the other interesting um, diseases in our society that has increased over the last two decades is diabetes, and we, uh, especially type 2. And we now uh, know that there's a link between type 2 diabetes and, um, and periodontal disease. Again, periodontal disease is an inflammatory disease. So you're 3.2 times greater um, if you have type 2 uh, diabetes and you have periodontal disease, you're at 3.2 times greater mortality risk, which wow. is yeah, that's, that's pretty bit significant, right? Yeah, I don't think anyone um, would want those odds. Yeah, so that is, um, again, easily prevented, visiting the dentist on a regular basis and keeping um, the tartar and, uh, and doing good oil uh, home care will help prevent a lot of, uh, of, of this progression that we're seeing um, in pe- people with heart disease, diabetes. There's even um, studies that show that um, people uh, who have type 2 and even type 1 diabetes that um, have periodontal disease, once they're treated, their uh, insulin, level, insulin levels stable out. Wow, okay? that's huge. That's very huge. So um, the, the key is, is it the inflammation or is there some other uh, because because periodontal disease is caused by bacteria mm-hmm. in the mouth. Is it the bacteria that's targeting those organs, which there's some studies that say yes, but is the inflammation that's the overriding factor, is it is what causing uh, the major problems that we're seeing um, with periodontal disease? Those studies are still going on, but regardless, we know that bacteria and inflammation are both bad, yeah. um, bad bacteria in the body. So um, if we can... Decrease the, the amount of bacteria in our body, which decreases inflammation, then we'll see many of these diseases um, that are associated with periodontal disease uh, go down. Some of the other uh, quickly uh, diseases that we see um, are um, maternal infections, preterm births, low weight uh, in, in birth, and um, some preeclampsia uh, has even been reported with uh, moms and and who who have periodontal disease um so if you are you know someone who's pregnant and you haven't visited the dentist or you're you're thinking about getting pregnant it's very important to have you have have your teeth um, assessed before that so that your baby stays healthy and so that you stay healthy and then um a common thing that everybody knows is you can get rejection um, with other surgical implants Um, dental implants being one but if you're going for a hip uh, replacement. If you're going for a knee replacement, if you're getting heart valves, one of the things that a lot of the doctors that we're seeing now, especially orthopedic surgeon, is they're sending um, us a letter um, to sign off that this person has a healthy mouth and they do not have periodontal disease because it increases your risk that those implants will fail over time. Wow. Yeah, I would not have guessed that uh, it's it's that serious and that it can affect your life in, in such a profound manner. That That's huge. Oh, it's very it's very big, and that's why I started off with it because 
A, 50% of the population have it, and B, because of all the different things. And this is just the tip of icebergs. There's been studies that increases pancreatic cancer. There's even been studies with Alzheimer's showing that there's a large percentage of Alzheimer's Alzheimer's patients with periodontal disease. Now, did they get the periodontal disease after the Alzheimer's? It's hard. They're still in the process of with this study. But inflammation, we know, is bad for our body. And uh, there's markers in our body that we can, you know, check to, to, to see that inflammation. And these markers are very, very high for, for those patients that have periodontal disease. So um, uh, many, many cardiologists will actually um, do blood work and um, they're able to see these markers, these infl- inflammatory markers, and that will tell them, hey, you're at a higher increased risk for a heart attack. Well, we also see the same thing with periodontal disease, those who have active periodontal disease. Yeah, and if you're behind on a checkup, I want to encourage you to give Dr. Mann a call in his office, 919-462-9338. That's 919 919- Four six two nine three three eight. Schedule an appointment because, as as we just discussed, it's uh, it's very serious if left untreated. Well, we're going to continue our conversation about the silent killers in our mouth here on Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio six eighty WPTF. You're listening to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. I am Jason Kong. Thank you so much for joining us. And we're talking all about silent killers in our mouth. And Dr. Mann, we just uh, wrapped up a little bit talking about periodontal disease. And now we're going to uh, step into the world of oral cancer. And boy, you talk about silent killers. Uh, anytime you're dropping the, the C word, cancer, uh, I think everyone. It, gets a little bit tense and you realize just how how serious uh something can be that is silent you know it doesn't mm-hmm. uh, show right. major symptoms and yeah. you know a lot of cancer is like that but uh, when you talk about in the mouth you know that i think that makes everyone perk up a little bit it does because it is a deadly cancer um it's probably one of the most you know deadly when it comes to cancers there's not a lot of research that has gone on compared to other types of cancers even though it can be treated um, once it gets into stage three, four, um, it, it's really hard to treat. It's, you know, the five-year survival rate is not as high as, say, breast cancer, uh, uh, lung cancer, some of the other cancers that, that can be treated a little bit better. But, and that's why um, we really have to take it seriously because it is on the increase. Um, the rates have increased by about 15% since the 70s. Wow. You know, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, it's probably because smoking – you know, you have an older population that smoke and did tobacco, um, but it's actually not what's caused the increase. Um, yes, smoking and uh, smokeless tobacco as well as leaf tobacco does increase your risk for oral cancer as well as alcohol. Um, but uh, uh, the number one cause now that we're seeing in the increase is the human papillomavirus, okay? And uh, we're seeing a, a greater increase in uh, oral cancers in younger people because of that, okay? And um, human papillomaviruses, of course, comes in many forms. So there's even human papillomaviruses that we don't even know how to identify that could be causing these. But we do know that there's four or five human papillomaviruses that do increase your risk for uh, cancer. And, of course, once oral cancer is diagnosed, um, we, we know whether it's, 
induced by tobacco, alcohol, or some other means versus human papillomavirus. So we can keep those things. But we've seen a large increase under the age of 40. Um, we still, the number one age is around the mid-60s that we're, we're diagnosing and seeing it. But it's scary to think that we have a lot of young people now that we didn't see back 20 years ago coming into our office that are being diagnosed with it. Yeah, that's that's really scary. Are there any sort of symptoms that people should look out for? Or is it just so mm -hmm. wide and varied that uh, it's it's really something that requires you to be uh, under the supervision of, of a dentist? Yeah, I always tell people when you have a symptom with oral cancer, it's usually too too late. You've already you've already got the cancer. Um, it's 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 unlike periodontal disease where you know with periodontal disease you can treat that right um, when a person comes in up to you know the if it's really bad but once you start feeling pain even in the early stages um, it, you probably have it now many times you don't feel any pain even in the first two stages mm -hmm. so so a lot of uh, a lot of uh, patients that I've talked to that have had um, oil cancer um, they say oh I felt a, a you know it in my lymph node hmm. my lymph node started getting big or I felt a lump that started hurting deep down in my under my jaw that's when it's down deep and uh it's already progressed into a stage two or three um one of the goals is to have patients come in on a regular basis in dentistry is so that we can check them and every time they come in to make sure they don't have oral cancer now white lesions that stay in the mouth for a long period of time um that's that's something that people can look at in their mirror at home and say, hey, I've had this lesion here or I've had this rough spot, you know, on my tongue, on my lip, in the back of my throat for quite some time. I think I need to get this this checked out. Um, so that's really one of the self things that you can do. Um, but but the best check by far is coming into the dentist because we're able to pull your tongue up. Um, and we also in my office, we use something um that we've been using for a long time called Vel Velscope, okay? And we do it for free once every year um, on all of our patients, once every six months for smokers and those who use tobacco and alcohol frequently. Um, and it's a light that we shine in someone's mouth, and we look through this little scope. And if there's any um, cells that are dysplastic, which means they have are starting to change, it will turn up black. Okay, so it it actually picks up the precancerous cells. Wow! And it also will pick up cancer. So, we our goal is to check is to find it when it's dysplastic because it's easily treated when it's dysplastic. But our goal is also to find cancer in the early stages. And in my early uh, years before we started using this light, it was very hard to de to decipher what was cancer. You know, you didn't want you you don't want to uh, upset a patient and get them worried. But um, it was very hard until this light. But this light is very accurate, and uh, we've been using it for, for quite some time. We have found cases that are dysplastic, and we've also found cases that have been um, oral cancer. But thankfully, you know, they were treated. So this is a regular scan that you do with your We patients? do it on every single patient, and it comes in our office for free. Um, and it's a blue light. We shine it all through the mouth, look at all their tissues in their throat, under their tongue, their lips their cheeks and everything. And if we see a black spot, then we know, hey, um, it's it's dysplastic. Now, you can get dysplastic tissue from burning yourself with pizza. So usually with dysplastic, if it's dark, we bring them back in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And if it's still there, then we'll send them for a biopsy or we'll do a biopsy in our, in our office. So, But, um, you know, it's not a very 
common uh, cancer, but it is growing. And uh, if if there are smokers, if there are people who use uh, smokeless tobacco, um, if there are people, I mean, you know, we have to bring up the topic, but HPV is predominantly from oil sex. Mm-hmm. If there's people that are engaged, uh, you know, in multiple partners with that, it would be wise to visit the dentist on a regular basis and have this um, exam done. Yeah, yeah I, I can't think of many other scans that you could just get done routinely that could find cancer cells. So no, I, why you wouldn't want to take advantage of something like that. Right. And it's it's so easy. This pain, you, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's painless. You, uh, all we do is shine a blue light in your mouth and look for really looking through a filter that filters mm-hmm. out um, as as the light is reflected off this plastic tissue. And, and, and I will say, you know, for oral cancer, it's a very debilitating and a disfiguring and painful disease once once you get it. Because usually um, it involves removing the tongue or the face or even a lot of times some of some of even the jawbone once it gets to a point um, in life, you know, in uh, to stage two or three. But um, it, and then it makes it hard to eat, socialize. So, you know, it's very, very important for patients to realize that, hey, when you come in for a dental checkup, you're not just getting your teeth clean. You're you're coming in and, and we're evaluating these things as well. Yeah, I, I lost a, a friend a few years ago to an oral cancer, and I, I wouldn't wish that on no. on anyone. It's uh, it's, it's very tough, uh, very, very tough. Well, we're, yeah. we'll continue our conversation on silent killers in our mouth with Dr. Mann right here on Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here alongside Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. I want to remind you that you can schedule an appointment with him by calling 919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338. You can also shoot him an email if you've got a question that you want answered here on the program. You can email Dr. Mann at... Dr. Mann, that's with two N's, D-R-M-A-N-N, at smileman.com. And again, smileman with two N's, S-M-I-L-E-M-A-N-N.com. And Dr. Mann, we'll, uh, we're happy to hear from our listeners and answer any questions they may have. Yeah, and there's no question that's too dumb or too long or, you know, we invite any question because um, – uh, knowledge is, is is power. So you know we we respond to all our email questions, and you know you don't just have to come into the office um, for us to respond or be a patient of record. So, yeah, and I, I don't want to you know yeah. reach too far, but uh, we're talking all about silent killers in our mouth, and you know if if you can get something checked out that could be potentially uh, harmful or even deadly, right. you know it's it's worth asking a question no matter how. Uh, insignificant you may think it is because uh, odds are that it's probably not insignificant and that a lot of people may have the same question as well. Well, as I said, we're talking all about silent killers in our mouth, Dr. Mann. We've covered uh, periodontal disease and oral cancer, and now we need to to move on over to tooth infections, which can be Mm -hmm. pretty serious. Tooth infections can be very serious. You know, we've been talking about chronic infections, but uh, tooth infections can come in in two forms, chronic, meaning long-term, um, or acute, which means they're painful and they just came about in the short term. Acute infections are usually what the what we feel. Um, those are the ones that put us in severe pain, and those are the ones we want to react on. Um, chronic infections are basically teeth 
that are infected, but we don't have any pain and we don't have any symptoms. And people are like, well, how, how can that happen? Um, well, I always tell people, you know, if you, there's two ways you can get infections in your teeth, okay, inside your teeth. One is caused by decay, okay, and the other is by trauma. Either you hit the tooth, uh, playing sports, whatever, maybe accidentally, or over time chewing your food, you put a crack in the tooth mm. and it becomes infected. Um, so those are really the three major ways that we see um, the tooth becoming infected. Now, what happens? Everyone's like, oh, what is an infection in the tooth? Well, we have something in the center of our tooth below that hard substance of enamel um, and dentin um, that's called the pulp. And in that pulp, it contains blood vessels and the dreaded nerve that causes all the pain. When we get decay or we traumatize the tooth, that nerve dies or that pulp dies. Okay, And you can imagine what dead tissue is like. You've seen dead tissue outside your skin. On the outside, it becomes a bacteria haven. Okay, And so the bacteria live inside what we call the root of the tooth or the canal that's in the middle of the tooth. And it basically, your immune system can't fight it because there's no blood flow up there. All the uh, blood vessels have died. The nerve has died. So that bacteria just loves that place. It's a hideout form. Mm-hmm. It's their house. Yeah. So if you don't get that treated, okay, even once the pain goes, the nerve dies, you suddenly don't have an acute infection anymore. You have a chronic infection. And what do chronic infections cause? Inflammation and really can lead to some serious consequences of infections in the blood and things like that. So that's really what what a chronic tooth infection is or infection inside the tooth. Yeah, and that's something again where uh, when when you start feeling that it's it's important not to ignore it even if it goes away for a while because uh, the the larger problem is still there even though you may not be feeling the symptoms or the pain but uh, it's it's one of those things where uh, you either got to get it fixed now or get it fixed later and usually getting it fixed now uh, is is a lot more bearable than later. Absolutely, I I had a patient um, that had three or four teeth that had really decayed. He was past the point of it hurting and it decayed off and the, and the roots had broken and they were below his gum line. And he he would come in and I said, you really need to get these teeth. You have an infection around them. Well, they're not hurting, Doc. And it went on for, you know, three or four uh, visits, maybe five visits. And I'm like, what is holding you back from getting these teeth out? Are you scared? Nah. He's like, nah, they're not really hurting. What's the worst thing that can happen to me? I said, well, you can die. And that's the truth. You know, so many people, one of the things that we do when a patient comes in with acute infection is we have to put them on antibiotic, okay? And the antibiotic usually takes care of the pain after a few days, okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of patients, out of sight, out of mind, once the pain right. goes, they don't get they don't get it treated, um, which is a bad, bad mistake because the either the acute pain can come back again um, and we have to put you on an antibiotic again or it turns into what we call the chronic infection that you don't feel, okay? And when that acute pain comes in, um, and you're constantly on antibiotics, you can become immune to those antibiotics. Okay. And this in itself can be deadly because what happens is suddenly that bacteria no longer responds to any of our, uh, antibiotics that we can give you orally. So when that happens, you're suddenly having to go to the hospital and get IV antibiotics, hoping that that's going to take, uh, uh, do the job. I've had several patients 
who did not listen and didn't take the warning, and they ended up in the hospital on IV antibiotics because of a toothache or a tooth infection. So I, I want people to realize um, it's, it's nothing to take lightly. I always say, uh, tell my patients, God made a toothache hurt worse than most other things because it's an infection near your brain. Yeah. Okay. If you get an infection in your brain, it's very, very important. Very, very hard. So it, it certainly is, and that's great advice. And I want to encourage anyone who uh, may be worried about these silent killers in our mouths to please schedule an appointment with Doctor Mann. You can do that by giving him a call in the office at nine one nine four six two nine three three eight. That's nine one nine. 462-9338. You can also go online and find more information about Dr. Mann at his website, smileman.com. He's got two offices, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street, the other in Garner off of Highway 70. And Dr. Mann, we're, we're just about out of time for today, but what are we going to be talking about next week? We're going to be talking about technology and dentistry. Excellent, excellent. And uh, little uh, words of advice for our, our friends. Remember, listening. your day will go the way the corners of your mouth turn, so smile. Excellent, excellent. Dr. Mann, thank you so much. Again, want to remind you that if you want to shoot him an email, it's Man at smileman.com. We're out of time for today. On behalf of Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, I am Jason Kong. Thank you so much for listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. <laughs>